You're listening to The Bombad Generals. General? Oh. Hello there. Bombad Generals! You are some bold ones. That was like a mix of like General Grievous, but also Phantom Menace. Oh, the the slave owner. Oh, Watto? Yeah, that was like a mix between the two of those. Interesting. Okay. I'll take it. I'll take it. There was as long as you're telling me there was some general grievous in there, I'll uh just a little bit, but Yeah, it kind of hurt my voice though, so now I got to drink some water. We'll stick with the we'll stick with the Jar Jar voices. Oh. I get now after this, after we hang up, I'm going to go on YouTube and just listen to General Grievous so I can try to perfect my Grievous voice now. It's like, there is a point in time where, this isn't Star Wars related, but like, Smeagol, and I just like, YouTube how to do his voice really well, and then like, I almost mastered it. In my opinion, oh, I but I also know. could be really bad at it, so. That's the so. thing, it's hard to do voices, because you don't, you know, it sounds perfect to you, yeah. but then your voice doesn't sound the same to other people yes. just generally, so... Yeah, it's frequencies yeah. and all that jazz in your ears. Oh, sorry about that. That's an amber alert. Uh-oh. We're good. Dang. Well, it's not my kids, I hope everything so. turns out okay. Yes, for that individual. Did you say it's not your kid, so it's okay? It's not my <laughs> No, it's not. Be, but... I'm not. I don't have to, like, get off the podcast. Yeah, for me. sure. But yeah. also, it'll be bad if that's how you found out about your that kid. That would. That'd be terrible. Yeah. That'd be very unfortunate. Man. I guess. What a start. What a start to an episode. Oh, dear. Well, Anyways. Let's, let's, let's dive in. Legion. Let's dive in. Legion Speaking of fun. Amber Alerts, we're going to talk about hostile environment. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. I don't know if that gets us canceled or what, but okay. That's it. Yeah, hostile environment. It's a condition. It's a um, condition. Yeah. You, you don't... Yeah, so I guess we took a small break last week, but we're back onto our... our uh, objective series now um not object- yes. our battle deck series and deck. we're trying to wrap that up before uh worlds is the plan so that you can be ace a plus level legion players everyone who listens right before worlds and come kick our butts yes. uh, in chicago please do that which please it is that. confirmed both matt and i will be at worlds yes i haven't bought my plane ticket yet but i should do that like tonight <laughs> as well after grievous voices it's okay, I have the tickets. hotel booked, so we're, we're solid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, hostile. Tell us about hostile, Seth. So hostile environment is a condition. It's a green card in your battle deck. Um, it is a trooper unit whose unit leader is not in base contact with a piece of terrain, cannot remove suppression tokens during the end phase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pretty simple. Um, that's it. That's it. Like... I'd say it shows up in a decent number of my decks, just because it's fairly neutral. But yeah, you know. I tend to not run this. I don't like it actually. Yeah, because you have P ones, right? Phase, Phase one ones. clones. They don't love that because they you don't. want it on people who can move a bit. Yes, um, and especially like with fire support platforms, like if they're not taking yes. a piece of train, it's like. And they fire support that like two turns right there, the way they can't remove suppression. So yeah, hundred percent. 
and then you kind of have to keep fire supporting because they're not going to do anything else. So you're like, well, might as well just keep fire supporting. Yeah, and I don't want to waste a guide list. So yeah, on a recover action for phase mm-hmm. one, like yeah. So who so, likes this? Droids. Droids, droids. like this. <laughs> droids like this. They really don't care about suppression until it's. They're probably dead anyways. Um, That's true. I could see like a like a R2. I could see like a 501st with the indomitable card that is like true this. yep yeah 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 uh, because they can um, rally, off, rally off the suppression pretty easily they, and they, they have can. a bunch of phase two and arcs so it's all like courage tube they're all mobile they're all courage two pikes similarly because then they mm-hmm. can kind of they can just keep it i mean they can already keep their suppression if they want yeah. um there's one specific now. unit not a faction but a unit that really likes this and that's r2d2 r2 yes he loves this card and if we go i'll explain why it's because r2 because once he has a suppression you can't attack him unless he's the only unit that you can attack like legally Mm -hmm. uh and this just allows that he keeps that suppression during the end phase every single turn so if he has three po with him they just calculate odds on themselves and they're done then they just Mm -hmm. walk across the board and you have to get real close to shoot them or melee them um, or if you have some way to run him over and displace him turn one, then you just like run him over, move him back a little bit, um, and then just start marching down the board. So he he very much enjoys this one. He does. Other than that, yeah, um, Wookiees may like it because of their indomitable and their courage too. So like the Wookiee out of force, I'd still be a little worried though, it, just because they really need two actions. They really do. Um, um, I, I mean, Ewoks probably take it because they don't get to remove suppression anyways. So might as well give everyone the same curse. Might as well. But it's it's one, I'd say it's um, a something that can be an annoyance from the condition slot. But it's, if, if you're, you're not like wasting a ban on it, unless you're like, I'm fine with the objective and uh, deployment. So eh, might as well get rid of hostile like it's it's not a game changer if you completely forget about it it can be kind of annoying when it's like oh shoot i don't remove the suppression on this guy um but i'd say forgetting about war weary is much much worse because then it's like oh oh dang um this is this is very bad i'd say generally if you're taking war weary you're taking hostile and vice versa there are some exceptions but probably i would say there's two characters that really don't like this specifically general grievous because okay. of his low courage and you really want both his actions and then anakin skywalker mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. because of his flaw card so, yeah you don't want easier to flaw him no and i i know me playing anakin i've had this happen especially if i've like had endurance on him this is like <laughs> I don't like this card. <laughs> yeah, because you're so used to like, oh, I just take two off or whatever. Yeah. And then suddenly it's like, ah, like he can kind of you get around, around it. But it yeah. but... I think generally units that want to be in very specific places um, don't like it because then they kind of maybe have to morph around. And then, yeah, characters who really want all their actions. So, you know, someone you left off the list, I think, is Han, but he's not good. Uh, other than his command cards these days are still very nice. Um, but yeah, I, I'd say if you looked at like the most ranked conditions, hostiles probably up there. 
I would agree. After like clear and I can see clear probably, supply deck and hostile being like very popular. I bet people take fortified more than they take probably like up there with supply. I th- we'll get into supply. We we were going through which ones we have left because we've done this in a super organized fashion and definitely knew off the top of our heads. <laughs> um, but yeah, supply drop and uh, fortified are two interesting conditions that I think are taken too often. Um, yeah more than they should be so maybe hostile should be a bit higher up but it's like it's always kind of on that fringe of like eh, i'll toss it in if i need a fourth mm-hmm. for me yeah i agree All and right. i think most That's people just think oh. of like the benefits for them and not necessarily how it affects your opponent mm-hmm. as well like the hindrance yes but yes this is kind this of a neutral that like everyone has to deal with it so yeah so if it doesn't matter for you great you know, you're not yeah. necessarily taking it to screw over your opponent because it won't do that much to them. You're you're taking it if you're like, I really don't care about this effect or I can work around it very easily or maybe I get a small benefit from it because of R2. Um, yeah. Otherwise, eh, whatever. Yeah. Okay, now for the interesting stuff. Slightly more interesting because we're saving the best for last. But uh, advanced positions... I can uh, I can do the screen share on this one, but it's yeah. a pretty easy one to remember. You get your entire right side of the board, range one, and then also your right side closer to you, range one, uh, up to halfway through the board. So three feet on each side, making a little L for both players. And you get scout one. Even FDs get scout one on advanced positions. It's nice. Yeah, it's good. Um... When are you when are you taking advanced? So actually nowadays I'm I'm taking advanced a lot. Yeah. You have the Chewy. Um, it's good. I have Chewbacca. So I like I like that. Um normally if you have an aggro list, you're taking it advanced because having that speed mm-hmm. one, like I think of Magna Gardens. Like they love this. Mm-hmm. Um Wookiees. Wookiees uh, love they this. usually have recon, so now they're moving speed two up the board. Uh, to start uh, off see, like a uh, black suns loving this mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but interesting enough I could see stuff like as a red player like having this like if you have the less bid bringing this and having also uh, sabotage and moisture evaporators mm-hmm. because then you just play on the defense and you just deploy your sabs or your vaps like very far away so your yep. opponent has to spend a lot of turns just to get to your VAPs. Yeah, and then they can kind of, because if you can see the sharing, they're kinda, if you've got your VAPs kind of along your own back line, you can see my cursor, right? No. No. Okay, so if you've got your VAPs al- along the back line, then if your opponent's kind of going from the tip of their L towards that, you can kind of envelop them if need be. Yeah. It's It's easier to kind of get them surrounded and and really just flank them hit them where they're vulnerable that kind of thing um so you know that's a a specific circumstance there's a lot of uh objectives where you know kp intercept you want to take the middle and depending on the list advanced can also be great for that because you can just really get your uh, your units up up the middle of the board real quick yeah that's helpful uh also interesting enough r2 again i think he really likes this because he mm-hmm. just has that back um can e- easily try to score that secret mission um 
or just like force that or like threaten that and then that forces your opponent can that to kind of split up their army yeah i i actually also just really like it quite a bit with um maybe if i have a focus piece who's maybe a little bit more fragile um who doesn't have recon for whatever reason so you know if you've got boba fett who doesn't have recon or you know maybe a force user yoda something like that palpatine um all those sorts of guys because that little extra speed one can be often the difference of i'm going to be out in the open and maybe i take you know a bump orbital bombardment or something turn one versus okay i can get out of line of sight and just kind of hang out behind a big piece of terrain because usually the the train pieces are about a speed one speed two move away yeah now you have to be careful with like advanced positions because we're going to talk about this in like like for bombing run you can't have like place an objective token on like units that are not in your deployment or that scouted so if you play Mm -hmm. something like bombing run or something just make sure to like have your units not scout and in your deployment zone similar with rollout on on bombing run which we could kind of segue into but i have one more thing to to say i guess about advance which kind of ties in with what you're saying it does change up some of the early math because for something like supply drop or recover or vaps all those tokens start range one away from the deployment zone so if you don't have any scout then hey you you can't move up and tap with a speed two move it's just a little too far but with scout one now you can you know way back in the day it used to be a lot more common to just toss a recon on some units just to to help out in the objective game like that and it's kind of fallen out of favor but it is nice uh with advanced mm-hmm. positions to do that Though, remember, both players are doing it. So if you've got, you know, if you're the aggressor on VAPs, those VAPs are going to be tapped a lot faster. Your window is going to be a bit smaller, but you start closer. So with many things, Scout 1, everyone's, no one's going to say no to, to extra movement. But just remember, your opponent also gets extra movement, and you might not want that in a given matchup. Yeah, but I remember there was a matchup where I was more thinking about the benefits for me and like, oh, I really want advanced positions, but my opponent had Magnus and mm-hmm. I like did some turn zeros, turn one stuff. And then Magnus just came and I was like, oh, I didn't think about this. And I just screwed myself over. Mm-hmm. So I think in any of all of these conversations, like always think about how that affects your opponent as well and not just think about how that benefits you. That is, I think, the number one thing for for the series is yeah. considering both sides of the equation in mm-hmm. everything uh, when it comes to the battle deck. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We've done advanced positions. We've done the, done the silly stuff. Now That's we can get it. to the good stuff bombing run. Um, can I say something, Matt? Oh, yeah. This is my favorite objective. Not a lot of people, I don't think, can say that same thing. Okay. Yeah, I think I think there's many great things to this objective. I think it's just a little too the the design choices I think make it a little too skewed so that it doesn't necessarily realize its full potential. Uh, but yeah. we can talk about that more at the end. I would say. Yeah. But I think the genesis of it was they wanted to have an objective that vehicles were good at. 
because specifically speeders and fast yeah when games. when it came out it was like breakthrough and then kind of kp but there was just a lot of it, it was a lot more trooper heavy the reason that for the first year plus legion was just like take 11 activations of all troopers was the meta is because they were just much much better in the objective game yeah um with with the vanilla objectives that we had before the the second pack Mm -hmm. why do you like it what does it do why do you like it seth so so let me let me just let's just share kind of what it what it does first um let me i'll share my screen here okay so hey you can can you see my cursor yes i can groovy so the bombing run uh set up after deploying the the, after the deploy unit set step starting with the blue player each player placed places three claimed objective tokens in base contact with friendly unit leaders that are within the player's deployment zone each friendly unit cannot have more than one claimed objective token now a few things to note this can it says units not trooper units so it can be vehicles or trooper units and they have to be within the deployment zone like we talked and incognito troopers can now also correct uh it used to be in the fine print that you couldn't give them a bomb with incognito but now you can so you can slap that bomb on k2 as long as you don't have him k2 incognito atst like yeah Yeah. um maul's probe droids Mm -hmm. it works it works now uh and then after that it says each unit trooper each trooper unit claims claim and then all units gain free action drop. So just it says trooper units, so vehicles can start with it, but they cannot pick it up. Mm-hmm. So they can't claim it. Only trooper units can claim it if it was dropped. And then yeah. it says at the end of the activation phase, each player may detonate one unclaimed objective token that was flipped to its unclaimed side with a drop ability by a unit they control. Mm-hmm. And the victory after an objective token detonates inside or within range one of the player's deployment zone their opponent gains one victory token yeah Yeah. so a couple more interesting things to add on is that you can only ever blow up one per turn yep but you don't have to blow up something you dropped that turn i can drop something on turn one and blow it up turn six if i really want to um that means that bombing run is one of those objectives where you can get to a game state where it's basically impossible to win or impossible to lose depending which side of the coin you're on where you might just not have enough turns left to blow up all the objectives you need, um, which which can suck, but also can feel can. good if you're, really if you're the person suck. who is the uh, the opponent in that circumstance. Um, and they have to be flipped to their unclaimed side with a drop ability. So if your unit gets shot and blown up and it flips to unclaimed because they're dead, you can't blow it up until you go claim it and then drop it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can always drop it outside of the deployment zone or outside of range one and it blows mm-hmm. up, but you just won't score it. I don't recommend doing that, but you can. there is. Okay. So there's, there's some circumstances I would say where it's what you want to do. Um, maybe we can get into that, but let's, let's just kind of do some basics. Again, we, we always start with when you want to take this. So yeah. why, why do you see speeder lists usually take, you know, you're, you're always trying to get the three speeders bombing run is a big reason part of why speeders can be really good is because they can skew the objective deck troopers don't like bombing run all that much uh speeders love it speeders are are very good at it if you've got three of them so mm-hmm. if you don't have three good bomb carriers definitely don't 
put bombing run in your list. Yeah. Now. Yes. I have a question for you. Shoot. How do you feel? Sometimes some people will say, oh, you know, whatever. I'm running this yo-yo list, but I've only got two barks because of how the points fall and whatever. I'll put two bombs on my barks if I have to play bombing run, and I'll put the third on Yoda. What are your what are your thoughts on that? I don't like it. I don't think mm-hmm. it's wise. Um, mainly, I don't think <laughs> for barks themselves. I think they just work better with three units and not just mm-hmm. two. I think I think that goes for any speeders. Honestly, I think yeah. the only exception is like double ATST with double speeder, maybe. But, but why not take four speeders and just run Blizzard Force? Yeah, right? like, Blizz, run Blizzard Force. Yeah, for sure. But like, I, I don't. Here's why I don't think it's wise. If you have like a line, like Yoda, can dub as a aggressive unit or a linebacker unit, and I think he works much better in it as the aggressor on your opponent's bombs. Exactly. So stopping your opponent because, mm-hmm. like, if you let's say if you have three barks and you score all three like the first three rounds, which is very Mm -hmm. common for speeder list. Then you just have Yoda focus on just one bomb. Just go after one opponent's bomb and just go all in on that. And then Mm -hmm. as long as you stop one of their bombs, you win the game. You win the game. You just win the game. If you stop because you scored and then you stopped one bomb and then max, it can be like three to two. And then you can also like take that bomb back and then like detonate. Like we talked about it before detonate it just like, I'm going to drop it, detonate it. And you can't even score it. Like I'm taking that ability from you. And then the game state, they win. Like you just win. So yeah, he's much better in my opinion as well. I'd much rather have him on the defensive because Yoda particularly just like, cause he's got guidance, which can really, uh, pull some uh, claim, bomb, you know, someone drops pull a bomb thinking strings, that you can't get you know? there. Then you like yeah. guidance someone, they move, pick it back up. And then it's like, ah, shoot. Um, but also if one of, let's say one of your own barks blows up or Fluttercraft, who knows? Maybe you're playing Yoda Fluttercrafts. If one of them blows up, I want Yoda to be able to go after that and pick that bomb back up. And he can't I do agree. that if he already has a bomb. Um, and if he has a bomb, then yeah, he he's kind of forced into a play style that I don't really want to force him into. And there's just so many things. And, you know, this is more than than Yoda, too, right? Like there's other sometimes people will think to put them on Jedi or, or whatever. But there's just so many more things that can mess up trooper units. They can get engaged in melee. They can get force pushed. They can get zapped by Dooku's lightning like just all sorts of things can just like really mess and all up. that. Yeah. Because drop is a free action. So let's say it's turn five and you're about to go into turn six and you just need to move, drop the bomb next turn. If they can engage you in melee, you can withdraw, but you can't do free actions when you, when you withdraw. So you can't drop the bomb um, because it's a free action as well. You can't, end your turn with a compulsory move on a speeder and then drop the bomb because the compulsory is the last thing you can't do a free action after your compulsory move yeah so you have to you know if you're going to triple move or or whatever start with your compulsory and if you're going to try to do other things like start with your compulsory if you want to end with a uh, a bomb drop is the other thing but yeah i'm very much in like i don't i don't want uh 
troopers. If I'm putting this in my deck, I do not want troopers bringing the bombs. Uh, same goes for like Mandalorians. You know, if I've got triple Mando list, I'm still not taking bombing run because if they've got a Jedi, I'm just the the skills that that Jedi has to just come and take the bomb from me. It worries me. It's, it's it worries me dumb. way too much. I would definitely. This is definitely a higher win percentage for a speeder list Mm -hmm. and not for like a trooper list. Now, if you get stuck in this, uh, well, I highly recommend that you don't get stuck in this. (laughs) Like most of the time, like if I, because of the four card flip and I'm blue player, ideal scenario is bombing run and breakthrough. Like if I'm running a speeder Mm -hmm. list at the last two. Usually. Mid two two is even better. Yeah, it takes less bands for you to do that. Exactly. But most of the time, like they're I'm gonna like my opponent's gonna choose breakthrough over bombing run. Because yeah. if they're like running a gunline list, like it's close to it's you have to play very smart as a gunline. And it's yeah. you're definitely like you're at a very big disadvantage. So I have I have a story about that, but first I want to talk about one more uh, facet of bombing run before we we, we talk about the, the story because um, that's it ties in more how often do you use the bombs to actually like as a weapon because it is a weapon it's a three red blast suppressive range one um, so things like the fluttercraft or the t47 actually ignore it completely because they ignore range one yeah. weapons um, but how often do you drop this in the middle of your opponent's army and go boom even if it's scoring, let's say it's also scoring. Eight out of ten times. Yeah, good. I'm You're I'm good very man. okay. So one of the things about spear lists that specifically for like let's say I, I run a Yoda spear list or something, there's the firepower that this can put out is a lot. It's insane. It's, it's insane. insane. And especially if I'm going after like a trooper unit. Like, and the troop unit has a bomb, I just, I'm going to put this right next to them. And then, like, boom, they have two suppression. They're already starting off with one less action the next turn if they're, fa- if they're Courage 1. Yeah. And this having is reminding- blast, It's just, I've, there's yeah. been a lot of games where, like, this is, like, like my, me dropping my bombs have actually, like, done more damage than my actual core units. Oh, 100%. Yes, yeah. this actually reminds me of a second game, now that I think about it. A YBTL game way back when... I was playing against some sort of Wookiee spam, I think. Um, And I had my own, like, trooper list. But they brought Bombing Run. Because I think, partly because of, like, how the pairing system worked. Um, You know, they knew they could pair it into not a speeder list. And then they felt like they had the advantage on... They might have had... They might have had, like, one or two speeders. It might have been the double T-47 triple Wookiee list. But, anyways, because of... The list I had didn't have a lot of firepower. I actually tried to get bombing run because without the bombs, I wouldn't have been able to kill all the Wookiees. Um, And with the bombs, I was able to kill at least enough. I I can't remember what happened, if it was tabling or or not, but I was able to kill enough Wookiees to not be overrun by them versus any other objective. Like, I'm a bit better at the objective, but they can kill me a lot faster. Like, because I can't kill them. Um, But yes, I think the big mistake I've seen, and this ties into my other story, because in my most recent tournament back in um, uh, the Netherlands, 
end of day one, I actually was playing against a Wookiee defenders list, triple flutter, Wookiee spam. And I, I had eight Actiota. So and the exact scenario you said comes up, it's bombing run and breakthrough. And they're, they're great at bombing run, but they're also insane at breakthrough because you try to kill them. They run away. They get they get uh, the extra speed one move, and it would have been. It, I think it even would have been advanced positions. Now that you mention it, um, so they you like advanced. So if it's if I'm playing breakthrough, they out activate me by two. I'm I I have no. They have the bid, but they out activate me by two. They start. They scout out. If I try to kill them and chase them, they just keep moving away. It's almost an unwinnable situation in breakthrough. So I ended up having to play having, quote-unquote, having to play Bombing Run into a triple flutter list with a clone ball. And pretty much the only reason I was able to win that game is he took all his flutters and the first turn just dropped all the bombs on the other side of the board. And then came after my clone ball. Now, he wanted to keep his um, flutters safe, but I tell you this, even with clone defensive tech, if you just explode three red dice on hitting six units, they're going to go down quickly, very, very quickly, especially because it's suppressive. It would have messed up my own bomb carriers quite a bit, even if the, yeah. the flutter gets popped. Um, like, yeah, just, just drop it on people. Drop, yeah. <laughs> do yes, it. just um, there's a reason why it's it, called bombing. <laughs> yes, and for me, it happened offensively as well because he was coming after my whatever arc unit who was trying to get to the end with a Wookiee, and I was blowing the bombs up on my own guys and his Wookies, hoping to out attrition um, and survived on on one wound. Changed, you know, was the difference in the game, right? So if that wound had been blown up by his bomb or or you know my own bomb, then like that's a very different game. So one hundred percent use your bombs now as someone who has experience more experience us. with this yeah yeah yeah. oh yeah put them way far away please yeah um as, as someone who has experience with this because if you if you really dive and try to put your bomb in the middle of their army then your bark is also kind of in the middle of their army and it might get blown up because you can't really like leave it there for next turn because then they'll just come pick it up one second all good while he's doing that, I'm going to just talk about a time. One one thing I would recommend not going against is Dark Troopers. I would stay very far away of putting your bomb in the middle of them. Because with Dark Troopers double activation, they can like... They can easily get to the bomb if you're putting it like right next to them or something. Because of that, like they can move, claim, you know, or like it's a speed three pretty much. Um, so... Normally, if I'm playing against Dark Troopers and I'm running the speeder list, I'm actually like, I'm like, I'm not going to put this bomb right next to you. I'm going to I'm actually just going to worry about scoring. So that's one of the things I don't recommend putting your, the bomb right in the middle of the army. Just, why Why do you tell that story, Seth? Why do you tell that story? Well, I, I just play. I played a game <laughs> where I tried to do this against you, I think. Yeah. And it was just. I, yeah, it was not ideal. <laughs> Now you have that to be careful been... because yeah. of like you you wanted to do it a last like you want like one of the the bomb mm-hmm. the act the unit that you activate that drops the bomb you want it to like be one of the last sure. to activate just yeah because you got aggressive forgetting the it was very early 
to be fair to you and the yeah. it was a it was a learning game for both of us uh as we were trying like to figure out or second it was, time it was might have been the first it was like might, the third yeah. time i was playing darks maybe the first time yeah. you were playing against them about a year ago probably yeah um yeah, a little, just a little over, and uh, yeah, that's the day we found out. Oh, Bark, uh, Darks can even beat Yoda Triple Bark at Bombing Run. That's pretty decent. Yeah, that's, that's good. That's pretty decent. <laughs> um, because remember, I was saying it was kind of designed to be, it was kind of designed to be not as harmful to vehicles because they gave it range one, they gave it blast, but they didn't give it impact. Yeah. So against a Dark Trooper list maybe getting one save on the dark troopers with three dice crit one um it's not doing a whole lot now you're still scoring hopefully but uh yeah yeah you're not doing much more but the question is like a 50 percent wound but yeah 50%, not even 50 percent wound because on four dice you would roll one crit that's fair on average that's fair and then they save it half the time that's so fair. like if you blow up a bomb and hit both dark troopers you're probably averaging like point eight five wounds yeah. or so, or 0. 0.85 yeah wounds so yeah. yeah um okay but continue with your your story yes my question my this was my question, question for you though okay because you do that you you have your bark in the middle of their army kaboom it goes yep. boom usually with bikes you want to engage with them all at the same time but mm-hmm. if you're really going aggressive with one of the bikes and the other bikes are kind of engaging, how do you manage that so that they don't just get blowed up before? Because the third bike is going to have to wait until turn three to drop their bomb. Um, so how do you how do you manage that? Of like, hey, if I'm trying to blow this bomb up turn one. Let's say turn two. Turn two in the middle of your army. I'm trying to blow up my first bomb. How do I also hit you with my other two barks on turn two without getting them shot to pieces before they can drop their bombs? Or is that possible? You just play barks differently, but you know, bikes differently in that setup. So I think so I think in that scenario, what I love about bikes, barks specifically, is their low point. Like they have like they're fifty-five points. Mm-hmm. So I'm sacrificing 55 points to score that unit. And you're just feeding them one by one, basically? One by just, one. Yep. So I'm lining the other two up to then, like, maneuver into that as fast as possible. Now, if I see an opening to where, like, oh, like, he activated, like, two trooper units, and it's like, oh, I can hit those two trooper units without, like, them moving and claiming, I'm going to take that. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, that could be, like, middle of the turn. I'm like, I'm guarantee you, like, there's no way you can get actions. Like get this bomb you can so then i'll take that so i'm yeah. also like calculating like my opponent's action and like measuring um yes, also because just be aware of like guidance and stuff and the bomb so. is range one it's got to be range one to hit you and yeah just a little bit closer than range one is range for a speed to move and a claim so roughly speaking again if you can you it is possible to line it up a little bit better than this but roughly speaking if you can hit them with the bomb they can move a claim which is why you have to do it late and why you've got to really be careful of things like um guidance things Mm -hmm. like uh pull the strings or speed three units because they can come from further than you're used to 
they can come from a speed three move claim and then it's all of a sudden it's like ah shoot dang boba has my bomb now yeah um and then what was i gonna say about that i had something very i was i'm sure it was very very smart to say what you're thinking about also be aware of Darth Vader's one pip because they can move (laughs) friendly (laughs) units onto it yes yes onto the bomb so just be aware of that also, yeah. if you're playing Vader, like if you're like a Vader gun line and like you're like utilize that one pip, not for offensive stuff. Use it to like, OK, you put a bomb, I'm going to move this unit and then they're going to like move and claim like that's a really good Man. tool to use. I was very sad back when I was running Vader double darks and then um, was excited to use the one pip and then realized, oh, right, you can't do heavies. So I can't I can't Vader's my, my dark troopers around. Rough. Very sad. Very um, sad. The other thing to utilize would be standbys um, would because, you know, they might be able to knock it off. But depending how the turn is going, maybe you can get a couple standbys up. Maybe you can get late enough that they can't knock it off. Um, just the idea would be threaten enough standbys that say, hey, if you want to come put this bomb in the middle of my army, I'm going to trigger three standbys and maybe blow up your bark before it can drop the bomb. That's the hope. Yeah. Um, it's tough to pull off, but sometimes that's kind of your your only option. Yeah. And if it, if it makes them say, hey, okay, I'll go drop this bomb somewhere else, that's that's kind of a win. That is. That's her. In many circumstances. Yeah. Um the other thing thing I keep I keep having these thoughts and then <laughs> thinking one thought ahead and then talking about the previous thought and then forgetting the next thought. Yes. Okay. This is uh, circumstances where you blow it up not in their deployment zone. So I talked about one already, which is mm-hmm. if you just really need damage for whatever reason and you just... Damage is more important than the victory point, which is rare, but possible. The other would be if it's their bomb. Mm-hmm. So let's say I've got Yoda. Um, let's say, yeah... We'll keep using Yoda and Barks because it's a very good example that yes. one of us is very familiar with, uh, and the other has played against enough. Uh, luckily, not on bombing run to to also be familiar with it. I've played it. I, hey, look, I've played Yoda Barks a few times in my life. I'm not I'm not some fresh face shiny over here. But uh, let's say Yoda intercepts their bomb, a range two from your own deployment zone. I'm probably like it's going to be a lot of effort to take your bomb and take it all the way to the other side. Um, and maybe Yoda gets killed or maybe you steal your bomb back. There's quite a lot of circumstances where I'll just take that bomb claim and then immediately drop it and then just blow it up because yeah. then it's no then longer a score. You don't even point. care if it attacks. Your yeah. If, if I'm going to drop all three of mine, then now the max you get is three to two. Yeah. And you're like, you have to table me in order to win. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, exactly. That. Are very low with clones. Very low. Or I grab it, put it down, and maybe I have a turn or two where I can actually move my units away. And as soon as you start threatening to go pick it up again, then I say, okay, never mind. I'm going to blow it up at the end of this round. Yep. Um, but yeah, the, you, you just don't want to get into a circumstance where you get forked, essentially, where it's like, oh, shoot, now I need to blow this one up. But I also need to blow this one up. So don't get too greedy with your bobs. Like, generally, if you can blow them up, uh, if there's a good opportunity to blow them up, do it even if it hits like one of your own guys in that scenario yeah yeah don't i would say yeah don't get too greedy with your opponent's bombs if you have one mm-hmm. yeah but your your own bombs 
I would. Yeah, you can agree. Definitely. Again, controlled greediness. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And then the other defensive mechanism is activation count. If you are to activate them, it's hard for them to go last, which means it's harder for them to uh, find a spot to go drop the bomb. Mm-hmm. You know, if the center of your army, you have an unactivated Courage 2 unit, then they kind of have to stay beyond range. They have to drop the bomb beyond range one of that unit. Yeah. Um, which if you're coming like from the side, because I've had this happen where if someone's coming from the side, I have that unactivated unit. I leave them for last at the front. They don't have enough distance to overtake them. So essentially they either drop it in range where I pick it up or it doesn't hit my army at all. So that's a that's another way you can do it without standbys. Um, that's but again, we're talking about defense against the boom, boom, boom part. It's if they just want to collect three victory points, they they can very very often, which is why unless you have ways that you feel really good about delivering your own three victory points, uh, don't play bombing run unless somehow breakthrough is worse, like in yeah. the very specific scenario of advanced positions breakthrough being down two acts where yeah it's kind of a they both suck situation. And- Nine times out of ten, if I'm a speeder list going up another against another speeder list, that is, and we're playing bombing run, I'm like, this is going to go down and kill points. So I'm going mm-hmm. full aggressive, like especially with my bombs. Yeah, that's because you're trading up. You're trading up yeah. with barks. Do you ever feel like bombing run is what you really, really want to play when you're going up against another speeder list? Because chances are they might have like very few reps with bombing run. It's probably one, like the least played. I, I would put good money on it being the least played objective just because if you don't have a list that's good for it, you it's it's enemy number one. Uh, yep. You do not want to play it. So the only time it gets played is when both players are very already very good at it, which yep. is kind of rare. Um, but yeah, it's 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 such a boogeyman that those players might have it in their deck, but have basically never really played it all that much yeah i i feel very comfortable like on bombing red that's why Mm -hmm. i'm like it's my favorite objective because i'm like i know how to play it really well uh and i just have a good time playing it It, so it's like if i'm going up against another speeder list some of the things is like if i'm going up against a droid speeder list like staps or an empire speeder list um i'm and i have my barks i'm feeling very confident because like my firepower isn't reliant on my barks whereas those other lists they have a lot Mm -hmm. more firepower relying on your speeders so they're wanting to like drop the bombs and then engage and then like my barks i can like so like i'm i think every time i've played the against those lists is i've taken out all of their speeders that they have dropped Mm -hmm. So it's like, and then my barks, I'm like, okay, I don't care if care if you kill my barks because like I've killed all of your, all of your like speeder mm-hmm. dr- deliveries. And like, and you're I've making 20 won. points of speeder yeah. in, in the exchange. Yeah. 20. Yeah. I'm already up like 50, 60 points. <laughs> like, yeah. so I'm feeling really good about that because barks are so cheap and barks have a wider base so they can actually deliver it easier. They have more range to deliver. Yeah. Yeah, so, that is very true. Especially non-side. We're talking about non-sidecar parks. Non-sidecar. I don't. Twenty twenty-four. If anyone ever runs sidecars, there's like there. It's interesting in some circumstances, but like, yes. yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you yeah, could still play bombing run with them. You can still play bombing run. Could. They'll still You're be right. fine. They're not. Um, 
but we're saying compared to Empire Speeder bikes, um, they've got more speed. Yeah, but again, just less firepower. But I'm not relying on that firepower. Like, yeah. So I'm fine and with that. to loop it all back, if you want to drop it in the middle of their army, you know, uh, a bark unit can't displace unless it's it's compulsory. But as we said, you can't end your turn with a compulsory and then drop the bomb. So measure stuff out with all of that in mind of like, hey, if I want to go and displace these guys and then drop the bomb, I have to do that before my compulsory move. Yep. And then maybe you can compulsory away and not get hit by the bomb yourself, but it just means you have to start closer. Yep. Um, which is, yeah, a little harder to survive, but it's possible. It's possible. It's possible. Or you just don't displace them and you just kind of put it on the side. Um, yep. Yeah. That's most of what I had to talk about other than the the more existential questions about how much we like bombing run and homebrewed suggestions for how I think it could be hands down one of the best objectives in the game do you have anything else before we transition into that, the less serious part of that conversation I, no 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 i love it no it's a great okay game. play against if you play me at world let's play bombing run please <laughs> you just want easy wins okay <laughs> that's fine that's fine um okay so if 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 you don't care for or my wacky homebrew suggestions not that wacky then you can turn off now but anyways my problem with bombing run is it's just it's just a little too skewed for me right it's a very interesting objective there's a lot going on but it's very binary as far as like do you have the units for it yes no and then it it doesn't get played i think it would be a, an even better objective if you couldn't put the bombs on your vehicles now, we'd still want to then have other objectives that are better for vehicles because the whole reason it exists is because there are too many objectives that were just for troopers. I get that. But bombing run when you have to deliver it with troopers is just so much more interesting because it's so much more vulnerable. Uh, the, in, the counterplay and interplay, you'd probably get a lot more just like, oh, I'm not going to deliver this bomb. I'm just going to blow it up uh, in their face or I'm going to go and steal your bomb. It's just so much more interesting, I think. And would probably see a lot more play um, if you couldn't, because now, like, if you're taking a trooper list, you just you, you can't you can't put bombing run in your list because someone's gonna do bombing run better than you, uh, and that like way better than you, and you're gonna feel yeah. bad. But if, if if only troopers can take it, then suddenly, hey, triple mando list, triple wookie list, eh, sure. Well, maybe not triple wookies now that they don't have scale. That is kind of a problem. Unfortunately. Yeah, that is. But now, uh, yeah, I. I don't, I don't think if you're a, a, a trooper list, I don't think bombing run is a non-winnable like list. If you're pay, playing against speeders, I'm just gonna put that out there. Like it's still yes, possible I mean, to that's win. As I say, I I've won a game it for it, but it was yeah. tight as heck. Yeah, it is skewed. It's hard. But like there may be a happy middle if we're if there's like if the developers are like okay, we actually really need to take this. We don't like it. How skewed? I could see like all the same wording and then add a sentence at least one of your bombs has to be on a trooper unit yeah then true. it's like okay like speeders still have an advantage but there is still that one play that like okay i at least have to score this one mm -hmm. so you know what was a great objective because all units could could score and and you could definitely it. play it 
Pardon? Payload. Payload. Yes. Yes. You you're, you see where I'm getting because bikes were really good on payload. And they were. Agro trooperless were like, like liked payload. Like a lot of for different reasons. A lot of unit. A lot of different list archetypes could enjoy payload. Yeah. Uh, and now it's just just again too too risky. You can listen to our it's thoughts crap. on it. I still am too. I'm I'm too much of a coward to put in my list. But um, <laughs> it was a great objective. I think we need more stuff like that rather than stuff where it's like stuff where vehicles can be good can score at it and can contribute rather than vehicles are like far and away the best thing uh for this list um because especially if we get more objectives like that if we ever get more objective packs again who knows uh it just gets worse like right now if it's the worst thing that happens is, oh, I got bombing run and breakthrough in slots two and three or three and four. Dang. It's a one third chance. If you release two more bombing runs, then hello bidding wars again. It's awful. Yeah. Now, if we want to dive one step deeper into homebrew, just a random idea that came off the top of my head. I think yeah. it would be interesting if you really wanted to like kind of favor vehicles a bit more heavily, give them a unique action in the objective that isn't necessarily scoring the objective, like kind of like a running interference sort of thing, hmm. right? Where it's like, Hey, bombing run, but uh, you got to put on troopers. But if they're at range one of a vehicle, then they reduce their speed by one to a minimum of one. Who knows? Just like yeah. random stuff. Like, just like, Hey, you don't need vehicles for this. But it's a little something, something to help out those those vehicle lists. Yeah, I think yeah, adding that or aspects like that on not just bombing run, but other objectives, I think would be cool um, because mm-hmm. it could like like favor also like bringing in unique units. Like I would love to see stuff like stationary units, like having that stuff like that. Like okay, on this objective, a stationary stationary unit like gets. Um, units surrounding or something mm-hmm. get something you know yeah that'd be I, awesome I think, I think that would be some really cool things that you could dive into and maybe that's like a battle force thing and not just like a that could be cool yeah and, that's tough though with the like objective stuff specifically yeah like, like well like adding yeah. certain things like that in the battle force mm-hmm. and not just like an objective that's but fine. yeah no <laughs> Or, yeah. or you could, maybe you could go the other way where you've got something like battle for battle uh, you've got something like bombing run um, where it's not explicit you have to take vehicles but vehicles are greatly favored but if a trooper has the bomb then they can you know get a free free speed one move every round who knows yeah that's Whatever, pretty nice. right just like kind of some balancing incentives because i i don't want i want less intercept the transmissions and less bombing runs i want or like, more things where I everything think something that's like is useful keeps it more balanced is like troopers that are outside the deployment zone can have the bomb <laughs> so it's not yeah. just like every turn they can just get free stuff but it's like the okay, return like, of pathfinders baby let's go pathfinders let's go. infiltrate but like that promotes more scout yep. um so it's like it kind of about it's not like broken i don't think that's broken but like i don't think it would be honestly yeah. i don't because bat pathfinders suck <laughs> so like, pathfinders are bad and like yeah. if you're deploying Cassian or Iden in their deployment zone. Yeah. You know, like, okay, what's the worst case? You put Cassian and K2 and Bistan, I don't know, in their deployment yep. zone. That's usually like not a 
good strategy. Not a great strategy. Right? Because then, especially if they have speeders anyways, then they just say, oh, okay, sorry, I'm just going to take a detour. Before I drop all my bombs, I'm just going to kill those three units, be up on, on kill points, then go drop my own three bombs, and yeah, sweet. But, like, if you're full scout unit, uh, scout troopers, that is, like, they scout three, and then they've got a bomb, and now they're running for their lives trying to drop the bomb off. That would be cool. We've solved it, Seth. We've yeah. <laughs> we should be in charge. This is great. Yeah, because like it doesn't touch rapid because you can't put them in there because they're not even deployed. Infiltrate mm-hmm. units with yep. infiltrate don't even aren't even that strong. Or you could say units without infiltrate. Uh, you could like yeah, it's like it's a bunch of wording, but if it's like troopers, it troopers. Or, or you just say um, it cannot be, uh, yeah, but like basically vehicles and troopers with the infiltrate keyword um, can only be assigned a bomb, an objective token, if they are yeah. within your deployment zone or whatever. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I I don't know it, if I ever explicitly I was about to say it and then kind of said we'll talk about it later, but it, this ties into rollout as well. Like don't roll out all all your bikes outside of your deployment zone. Um, also try not to do rollout with bikes. Period. Also very true. Because uh, actually, if you're running triple ATST, don't put yeah. your three ATSTs out on rollout and yeah. then have no bomb carriers. That's actually if you are a gun line and bombing run and like they have like rollout or like long march on their list like go to rollout or long march because it's a gun line like you can catch them out more yeah Yeah. you can catch them out but if you're a y speeder player don't even put those yeah just don't put them in your list and even if you're the gun line player if they somehow like if they break through your defenses and score even just one bomb then you're sitting there like, oh shoot! Now I have to also score a bomb with a trooper list on bombing run on long march. Oops. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, that's so fair. it also kind of sucks. Yeah. But yeah. Give and take. I I hope by the end of 2024 we get another objective pack. Um, I hope so. I hope so, but I'm also uh, it would make me so nervous just because you know the more objectives you add in, the more powerful that objective deck can be the more skewed it can be and the more rock, paper, scissors and like bid wars we can drift into. Right. And that's what I, yeah. I don't love. I think it's too skewed. Like, I don't think there's enough power in the bed right now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think cause so many of the objectives are very samey, very, yeah. very samey. Very. Yeah. Same-y. So Yeah. Look, samey is in the sense of like it's a narrow selection. I should say there's it just is a very. I think yeah. the payload. Yeah, the payload thing really met, did a did a number on that. But also the the tiebreak rules because it very much changed who wants stuff like um, VAPs. Even though I'll still take VAPs with a small bit, like I'll still do it. I'm not a coward yeah. in that sense. Me I'm just a coward with payload. But uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I think it, it it's a. It's dangerous and would need to be done with finesse, but I think a uh, a new objective pack could really breathe new life into to this game. And yeah, it could breathe life into new units because suddenly you drop some two objectives where suddenly having infiltrating pathfinders, awesome. You pair that with the Scarif Battle Force that gives them a real heavy. Now we're talking. Let's go. Please. Shut up and take where, my money. 
Where is Scarif Battle Force? I would give so much for just like a real Pathfinder heavy. I want them to work so bad. Maybe that should be our first post-Worlds episode. Not like first, like obviously we'll recap Worlds, but then, you know, because it's leading up to points change and it's kind of like wacky experimental time. Just like, okay, I want to make X bad unit work. Yeah. How do we approach that? A follow-up to our list building episode from last I like week. That. I like that idea. Let's do it. There we go. Hopefully we don't we'll forget do. in two months. We'll see. I'm, I'm writing a note. Good. One of us is organized. <laughs> Alrighty. That's, that's all I've got. Yeah. That's all I got. Perfect. Thanks well, for listening. Thanks for watching. And or watching. Yeah. Yes. We hope you have a great day. Stay gunkin'. This has been The Bomb Bad Generals. Listening to Bob Band Generals is not scientifically proven to make you a better Legion player. Side effects may include bad dice rolls, misfigures, game losses, bankruptcy, divorce, vomiting, and sudden death. Ask your doctor if Bomb Bad Generals is right for you.